0: Russell Rice had never seen such a bright light. It was so bright I thought the house was on fire.
1: Uh, I hit the ground actually.
0: That's Russell. I'm in Norman, Oklahoma in his backyard. We're talking about what happened here on a Monday evening not long ago. It was a stormy night and the storm was so loud it rattled window panes and set off car alarms. Russell was at home with his wife. They were both on separate video calls in separate rooms.
1: We were on different meetings same time and the router went out, and the power went out.
0: After the storm knocked the power out, Russell carried his laptop into the bedroom. And that's when he heard a loud boom. It was the loudest sound Russell had ever heard.
1: When we heard it, the whole house shook.
0: He dropped to the floor, After the sound faded, he ran to check on his wife, who was fine, but something was definitely wrong in the
1: house. And uh, I could smell smoke immediately. And little bits, whenever you fry wires, little bits of it fly up in the air. And that was, you could see that in the house. And something was wrong outside of the house too. I looked outside and I could see smoke and just stuff falling. And you can still see some of it on the roof where it blew out the bark.
0: Lightning had hit a pine tree just a few feet from Russell's house. The lightning traveled through the tree down into the wiring of the house. A small part of the tree was on fire.
1: You can't really see it because it burned off, but one stick caught on fire on that branch. So we smelled it for like six hours.
0: The fire department came, the smoke cleared, the electric company came. The house, at least the outside of it, was fine and no one was hurt. Though eventually Russell realized all was not totally well.
1: Uh, That's a brand new air conditioner right there because that got blown up. My son's PlayStation inside got uh, smoked, the piano, uh, the refrigerator doesn't work right, the dryer doesn't work right, and various other things across the house that we just randomly find and, and had to put in a pile and then we take a picture of it and send it to insurance.
0: A couple of days later, there was an article about the storm in the Washington Post that said there had been 30,000 lightning strikes in Norman that night. Of course, there was other news too, news about figurative storms like COVID and the upcoming election. I decide I'd rather talk about lightning.
2: Yeah, my name is Vanna Malevsky. I'm a research scientist at the Cooperative Institute for Mesoscale Meteorological Studies at, here at OU working with the National Sphere Storms Laboratory. So what specifically do you research? I am a lightning specialist.
0: Vanna and I meet at Reeves Park on a Thursday morning. We sit on a bench and talk through our masks.
2: The most interesting times is when we can go out and actually study some of these storms and what they're doing in person. Uh, We can't do that this year because of COVID. Uh, So this year has been a little bit more working on things on the computer and prepping for next year and hoping that we can get back out in the field. Oh man!
0: When Vanna goes out in a storm, she uses different instruments for research. One of them is a balloon with special equipment attached that measures electrical charges. This balloon is released inside of a storm.
2: They're, they're giant balloons that you have to release with these um, to get all the way up through the storm. So they're, they're about the size of a U-Haul truck.
0: The information collected is used to help people.
2: Well, we can't predict it if we don't know what's happening.
0: I asked Vanna about the storm that damaged Russell's house. I ask if 30,000 strikes is a lot.
2: Yeah, so that includes both the flashes that are happening that never reach ground and the ones that reach ground. So about 3,000 of those reach ground. So one in 10, which is pretty normal for a strong storm. There were some really wide storm updrafts. So there was a decent size of storms and the storms were trailing. So you had multiple storms passing over Norman one after the other so that it felt like it wasn't really ending. But any one by itself was not extraordinary. I mean, they were still strong storms, but they weren't super unusual, at least in terms of lightning production.
0: I'm surprised by this. And I think it's because the storm was so loud. Vanna tells me storms in Oklahoma are loud because Oklahoma's lightning is larger and larger lightning makes louder thunder. In fact, Oklahoma has some of the largest lightning flashes in the world.
2: So we used to have the record for the longest lightning flash. It was about 200 miles long and the record was just broken uh, by a flash in Brazil, I believe, Brazil or Argentina, that's over 400 miles long but we still have really large flashes here too.
0: Another reason Oklahoma storms are so loud, Vanna explains, is because storms here will put down a layer of cold air and cold air carries sound better than warm air.
2: Sort of like on how a cold winter night, you might be able to hear a train across town, but you don't hear it on a summer afternoon. I didn't know that.
0: I'd like to sit in Reeves Park and talk about things like lightning forever, but eventually I have to say goodbye. I ask Vanna for some parting words.
2: What thunder roars, go indoors.
0: A few nights later, I'm at home, sitting in my living room, scrolling on my phone, reading more news. The wind has been blowing all day. Rain starts to hit the window. I feel awe and I feel dread. I get up and look at the sky.